Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us again for another live episode of the Confident Woman. This is going to be fun to start doing these lives and have more um, interaction. So if you're not on our Facebook group, make sure you join so that when we finish our live recordings, we can have some Q&A afterwards as well. So our, what we wanted to talk about today was how to uh, protect your energy and not be so burned out because I think a lot of times, well, we're all women in here. So it's all easy for us to want to take on the world and take on every task and do everything that we possibly can to feel super productive or like we're fixing things <laughs> and um, it can take a toll on us and it can really make us get that burned out feeling. And then we're not really very productive, are we? So that's what we want to talk about today, how to prevent the burnout and protect your energy so that you are the best you always, or as much as you can be, I guess. Absolutely. And, and it's kind of funny because I feel like this burnout, we're seeing so much now. I think just over the course of this, this current year, we're burned out on so many different things that it's also kind of like spilling over into our personal, our personal lives. And it's really just affecting us now going into, you know, towards the end of the year and just feeling like, where do we go? What are we doing? We're just like capped out on what? I mean, virtuals, virtual yeah. learning, Zooming. And I know that we're, we're kind of doing this in our group right now, but it's the way we were thinking about it is really as a way to serve because I feel like when we're so burnt out, we don't realize like the extent of it and in, in are we alone, you know? So we kind of battle that inside. So first and foremost, you're not alone. I'm burned out. I know Aaron's burned I'm out. Burned out. <laughs> Yes. And based on the community and the uh, responses from so many of you, it seems to be a recurring theme. And, you know, as we get closer to the end of the year, we, we just feel like this added weight and this added pressure and just wondering, is this, you know, the pandemic? Is this what, what's going to happen, that uncertainty? So we're really going to talk about like what, I guess, for the best approaches that we incorporate as far as what we've been hearing from the community as well and outside sources as well. So we're just really hoping to add some value and some takeaways. And we really encourage you guys to join in on the conversation as well. So first and foremost, I mean, I, I think many of you know that I've put a book out called Chasing Perfection. So I know what burnout feels like. I think, you know, as much as you want to say you're aware of the chase, there's always a part of you that's still going to chase. And that's part of the recovery. And that's just the uh, um, you know admission of like, okay, now it's time to pull out and really protect our energy. And when we talk about the energy, mental, emotional, and physical well-being as a whole just takes that toll on us. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping to give you guys some amazing tips and takeaways today. So right off the bat, I know you talked about, um, you know, everything online today and all the Zooms and all the stuff being burned out with that. And I... <laughs> I personally, I feel like when you switch to Zoom, right? Like as a business person or like someone that's like sales or whatever it is you're doing, it was like at first Zoom seemed really cool, right? Because it was like, now I don't have to drive and go to all these meetings or whatever. I can get so much more done. And I feel like that's where a burnout kind of happened for me. It was because Zoom makes everything so accessible and you can hop in a meeting and you can do all this kind of stuff. You can get more done, which is great. But if it had a lot to do with me burning out because I felt like, oh, I can just do that. Like, I could do way much more. So I was mentally putting out more effort, more, um, I don't want to say effort because it's not like it's bad to put out effort, but just that energy toward accomplishment and productivity and all that kind of stuff where I felt like I wasn't really leaving much time for me to cool my jets and get back to neutral and 
enjoy what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, like I said, I mean, it's just kind of taxing because we just feel like the Zoom fatigue. And I think that's really a, a term going around, you know, and of course, we're just kind of using this example of Zoom, but you know, just overall, I mean, we've had to pivot this whole year and maybe some of us have these goals now or these, you know, we're still pivoting. We're still like in this panicky phase, like, oh my gosh, we still have to figure this stuff out. We're figuring it out as we go, which just really for our emotional and physical and mental well-being overall, it could just feel like this crushing weight and then almost this like guilt that if we stop or allow ourselves a break, a moment of rest. But in that time, I could be producing something. I could be accomplishing something. And I think ultimately, this for me, personally speaking, a burnout comes from that chase of, you know, again, perfectionism, which ties into value and worth. And I think for me, personally on mine, where I don't really put the, the expectation of worth on other people, but it's something that I, I hold to as a value to myself that I know that I'm capable of doing more. So it's just something I'm trying to balance out because I don't want it to feel like, you know, if I give myself that break, I could be productive, but yet that balance that says you need the rest so that you can actually be more productive. So, you know, we find ourselves in so many different areas of it, but really protecting that self and and being aware, you know, when we do find ourselves in this fatigue, burnout stage, what are some ways that you're able to recharge? What are things that really fill you up? Ways to disconnect? Really just just what works for you is what's going to be uniquely yours. So I know, again, we're going to give some tips and our, our own takes on it as well. But I don't think that the chase of that burnout feeling should ever come from you trying to fit the mold of somebody else's style or what works for them. And again, this is really like everything in life that I think feels like it's, it's a trial and error. You try it on. If it works for you, great. Keep Queen it, of not it. discard it, you know? So I think a head cold right now, and it actually stems because I know that I've been working too much, too long, and I, I'm physically burned out. So I'm in the midst of it with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Queen of trial and error for sure. Right. Like, but I think for me, a way to disconnect and kind of like cool my jets. And everyone, like you said, we we'll, can talk about what we like to do that works for us or that we're still figuring out what works for us. But I have found, I never thought, like I used to make fun of my mom for being like a walker. Like she would go walk the track at my, in my hometown or like all that kind of stuff. And I was like, that's boring. And what a waste of time to just go walk. But like, I freaking love going for walks. I feel like that's my escape these days is to be able to like be outside not have a, maybe that, maybe it has something to do with the zoom fatigue, like not have a screen in front of my face is like very therapeutic for me at the moment. Just being able to like step away. Sometimes I like to walk and leave my phone at home. And that's like the freest feeling of all time. Cause I can't I literally physically, if something pops in my mind, like, Oh, I need to send this email or I could do this. or I need to set this up. Like I can't do anything about it because I'm out for a walk without my phone and it feels good to just like be there. And it's like, sound, it's going to sound like the silliest thing, what I'm about to say, like something that probably people never would have thought they'd hear me say, but like even something as little as like noticing the birds when I walk. Like I was just like watching these birds when I was like walking the other day and I was like, I rarely pay attention to like all this that's happening around me because I'm so absorbed with productivity sometimes, things I need to do, that it's it's helpful to just step away and just realize where you are and all that kind of stuff to like kind of just calm, kind of like a, just a calming, calming thing. 
I love walks. I love runs. I love going. Like I went up, I was angry about all the things I had going on yesterday. And I just went up to the gym and worked out for literally 25 minutes. And I felt like a whole new human being. That's one thing. And since other moms might be able to relate to this, but like being married and having a a child and running businesses and doing different things, like the shower time is like my sanctuary. Like that is such a place that I need to just like chill. And again, that's like something like I'm talking to shower. Like this is something obviously that's like very like small and minute. We're not talking like, well, it is life-changing to me, but we're not talking about like big life-changing things that you have to go out to do to steal a few minutes for yourself to gain your energy back and to refill yourself and re. I can't think of any other words, but like cool your jets because that's just, I said it once and now it's stuck in my head. So that I'm going to probably say it a hundred more times this episode about cooling your jets. But those are some things that I like to do. Well, and and I think that you really hit the the nail on the head with, you know, having that alone time. And I think that's uh, so important right now is giving ourselves that permission to take that break and just disconnect. For many, it could just be as simple as like taking just like three huge breaths, like just pausing in those moments. But it brings us back to the awareness of like, like the present moment, the here and now and not worrying about all the things that are on your to do list, all the things that you have to still do, you know, worried about you know, something that happened yesterday. And it just really brings us back to that moment of like the present moment and being grateful for those breaths, being aware of what you can and can't control in those moments. And for, for me, when I feel like those, the, the heaviness come on, you know, for me, it's just triggers that said, okay, get up and go for a walk. And whether, you know, it's a walk outside, walk on the treadmill, walk at the gym, or even just walking out of your, your workspace. Yes. Just disconnect for, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it may be, because it it gives us like, you know, our eyes and our brain and everything to like decompress from like being screen heavy. You know, another thing is just put on some amazing music, dance it out, shake it out. And when we, when we're physically active, what we feel emotionally gets released through movement. And so when we're working out, dancing, running, walking, whatever, just in physical flow, we disconnect ourselves from those feelings that are just like the crushing weight. You know, I think just, again, being aware of what, when you feel that weight come on you and you're like, okay, I got this, I'm in control versus letting it spiral out of control. And then that's where we bottom out and hit that burnout. And then we feel like rock bottom. Like, what do we do now? How do we get back up and get that motivation, that energy, you know, even be back, going back to being inspired by what you're doing, like that passion and the drive. So it's not so much about finding like a pure balance, but being aware of those trigger moments and those trigger feelings inside. Because again, your emotions will tell you what to do physically. Like it's, it's a trigger, you know, your mental and emotional well-being paired together and your physical is the, the action taker. So, you know, I'm just sharing some tips that work for me. And of course, you know, even though I kind of hit this uh, burnout here with this cold, but it's still, okay, now I learn from it. You know, so give yourself grace and you're always going to mess up here and there. But again, these are just trial and errors. And, you know, I think I pushed myself an extra day or two, which I probably shouldn't have, but lesson learned. Can't live in the past. So what can I do about it tomorrow? And today and yesterday, I've really given myself that permission to take a break and it's killing me, but, but I need it. It's a trade-off. So this is working for me. Yeah. And I think too, when you talk about like stepping aside or like go, walking away from like taking a break from your, from what, from work, some people, right? Like the super overachievers are like, oh my gosh, I can't take days off of my business or whatever. And I think that's fine. 
but I feel like some people don't realize the power in just taking five minutes. We're not saying like take a week away from what you need to do or what you want to do to hit that next level or whatever goal you're trying to get. But like, there's so much power in five minutes sometimes to just walk away and just, just chill, just be for a second. I'm trying so hard. So anyone that's listened to me knows like, okay, Aaron, you keep saying this, so just do it. But like, I'm trying so hard. Like I really want to be a meditator person. Like meditating is hard for me. And like, I feel like I got up to like one minute the other day of meditating, like where my mind was completely like not thinking about anything. And that was, I celebrated that one minute because I was like, I did it for a little bit. Now, next time, maybe I'll push myself to two minutes. But just like, just things like that. Just, and, and I think too, you got to find, especially these days where it's like, we don't, there's so much uncertainty. You don't know what's going on. Maybe you're spending more time at home. Like, I feel like there's so much power in just like the little things that bring you joy too. Like I bought two candles today that smell amazing. And I got home in the middle of the day when it was still light out and I lit them. I was going to swear there, but I let the, I lit them bees up because I'm like, I, they bring joy to me. Like it made me happy to like have these candles. So that's not something like drastic life, whatever, but it's like these little things that you can do to make you happy. And it was a twofold, right? I didn't go to like a chain store. I have a friend that started making and selling candles. So I wanted to support her business and buy candles from her. So it was like a twofer, right? It was like, these candles smell good. They bring me joy. Um, They're fun to look at. It's relaxing. It smells good. And then you had that feel good of like, supporting somebody else in a different way, you know, maybe take a step back and give to something or contribute, right? Take 10 minutes away from what you need to do. And then that feels good right. <laughs> to put energy into a place of giving and stuff. 100% agree with you on there. And I think, uh, you know, kind of going back to that, it's like when we're, when we're so laser focused on the outcome, we don't realize that we're actually operating on those fumes. And so how much more productive and recharged and refueled and just, you you know, actually you'll find that joy again, you know, having that, those moments of breaks or, you know, the moments that we have those breaks. And I think for like meditation, I know um, for me personally, when I started the, you know, when I heard the the word meditation, I thought like it was this long process with filled with like chants and gongs and some (laughs) words that I didn't understand. And when I got out of that way of being, you know, it was my own belief. Like I I just misinterpreted, I misunderstood it. And it really came down to like this meditative, you know, and it was so simplified. And again, I'm always about like simplifying practices of like whatever it is, like how do we simplify it? And it was as easy as just being present in the moment. Like I said, taking those big breaths, like take, you know, even a breath work of like three to five, breathe in for three to five seconds exhale out three to five seconds. And so when we do it, right. And so when we're doing it, we actually feel like an alignment between our brain and our heart and even in our belly, like those deep belly breaths. And it would, it's, it's done in like three minutes, but you feel like you just spent like at a massage, like mentally massage, like you feel amazing afterwards. So that is meditation. A meditation could also be just simply saying one word over and over again. I was um, listening to a podcast on my long walk. So these are kind of ways that I disconnect. Was it the Woman podcast? It it was the day before the new release. (laughs) I was already caught up. And uh, it was, um, they were talking about, you know, just saying one word over and over again. And I believe the word was like release or, or calm or whatever kind of word it was because that was the focus so that we're not caught. our, Our thoughts aren't getting caught in that trap and in that trap, we feel we have to act on them. So if we're focusing on one thing, like you know, our breath or a, a mantra or a word, 
that becomes the focal point and we're disconnecting from all those things that are going through our mind. Now, again, meditation is not about stopping the flow of thoughts. It's about letting them literally do what they're doing. They're flowing through. So they're not getting caught in that like, you know, drain trap that, you know, at the end of our meditation, like, oh my gosh, look at all the thoughts I have to collect and act on now. It's simply just letting them flow through. And you'll be surprised at like what these different techniques can really benefit for, you know, mentally and emotionally overall. And it's just really, it's a way of freeing yourself because it's giving yourself the permission to be present, aware, grateful, and focusing on one thing. So I hope that helps because it was definitely helpful for me when I first came to it. And, you know, again, my meditation practices are completely, you know, they vary. It might just take a long walk and listen to something. And as my, I'm focused on a learning thing or a book or a song, I'm not focused on the thoughts of my to-do list. Yes, that to-do list. I'm going to try that one word thing. Yeah, it's so helpful. I actually did it again this morning just because I was like, I need to meditate, but I'm also a visual meditator too. So sometimes I like guided meditations that help me see something. So I'm focusing on, on you know, a picture or a dream or whatever the, the commands are. And so those are helpful as well. Yeah, I so, love it. Yeah, I'd love to know if meditation is a thing for you guys. Like if you are advocates of meditation, I can always drop some of my favorite ones in the chats and the show notes. I am. I would like you to drop them in the sh- and then show notes in the comments. Yes. Awesome. So I'm hoping this helps. And of course, we want to hear from you guys. So if there's any tips or tricks that work for you, drop them in the comments or the show notes as well. We'll include them in the show notes as well. So hopefully this was helpful and just kind of, you know, sharing what works for us and dropping some tips. And uh, again, this is all based for you guys. Like we want to hear from you. So we hope you enjoyed it. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.